All right, folks, here we go. Another, well, this is the last show of the 2022 season. And the Super Bowl, it lived up to, to what it was, a hell of a battle. But I'm going to say this on air for everybody to understand. We've watched football for many, many years. Not every great team wins a championship. Unfortunately, the 2022 Philadelphia Eagles is on that list. Join the 2007 New England Patriots, the 1990 San Francisco 49ers, the 1998 Minnesota Vikings, all these great teams. Missing ring. No Super Bowl. No title. Unfortunately, the game went well for a while. They, they showed up, offensively at least. But unfortunately, the defense, they had to lay an, lay an egg on the biggest stage. The second half was an absolute disaster defensively. Patrick Mahomes did whatever the hell he wanted to do. Was barely ever touched. No, not even sacked. And obviously, it led to many, many frustrating situations. So the Eagles had a chance to somehow get in, in a situation where they could have made it interesting at the end. Unfortunately, the controversial holding call, it was a hold in my opinion, but they should have never called it. Absolutely, and unfortunately, turned out in the Chiefs' favor for another championship and put Patrick Mahomes as one of the great quarterbacks of this of this era. But obviously, the only thing I can say positively is Jalen Hurts is the real deal. He is the quarterback today and tomorrow and for the future. And I have a good feeling that this is not the last time we will see at least this Eagles team, at least as under under Hurts, we will see him again at this at this level again. So all right, y'all thoughts on the game, because I mean I said some some things, but y'all had y'all saw it. We didn't see it together, but we all saw it from different perspectives. So go ahead to to the result. All right. Well, um, for me, I don't have a whole lot to say, man. Um, so I'm good. I know we usually go around a couple of times and talk and all that. I'm going to go around once, and then anything else that I say is going to be talking about the future. Because to me, the, 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 I wasn't when we when we talked on Sunday. I told you, you guys were pretty confident. I wasn't all that confident in this game because I knew what was I knew, I saw the writing on the wall. Um, and you know, this these last two Chiefs games, it's a perfect example of why the last like couple of seasons I watch all the Eagles games. I haven't watched as much football outside of the Eagles as the past. It hasn't been a thing for me, you know. Um Eagles play one o'clock after the one o'clock game. I usually go out grab what I need to make dinner, start making dinner. I got the game on in the background, whatever's on. Um, Eagles play later. I miss a lot of those 1 o'clock games. Like, Rob, you and I talk at noon. 1 o'clock comes around. I might go to the beach or something for a little bit until the Eagles game comes on. I don't watch it as much because it's 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 not fixed or anything like that. But there is a, there is a biasness here with the NFL, and they have their golden boys, and they, they, they make a point of getting these guys – 
not just deep in the playoffs, but in the Super Bowls and giving them all the calls. Um, and it's not just the play; it's just not it's not the quarterback; it's the whole team. I mean, we've seen it with Peyton Manning. It really started about 25 years ago when Peyton Manning came into the league, and uh, it's been it's went from Peyton Manning to Brady. Now Mahomes is the golden boy, and uh, you know they 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 we I knew we weren't going to get the calls. I knew we were going to have to beat both Mahomes and the refs. And I'm not going to say the refs like this game was because of the refs. I'm not I'm not a Niners fan. The Eagles made enough mistakes to lose the game on their own, but you know they had to beat they had to beat Mahomes and the refs. And to do that, they had to play a would have had to play a perfect game. And they didn't play a perfect game. They made mistakes. You know, that that the false start on Sayamali, which led to the Hurts fumble return for a touchdown. That was a 10-point swing, at least, possibly 14. Um, um, the punt return that, you know, the, you said the defense didn't play all that great, but they weren't as bad as people want to make them out to be. They left 24 points in reality. You know, they didn't let up the they didn't let up the fumble return for a touchdown. It's not their fault that the that uh, Darius Tony took it down to what the five yard line, you know. So I mean, really, they love twenty four points. Mahomes didn't even throw for two hundred yards. It's not like they were horrible. And then, but then, but beyond that, and you, and you know what? Too also on that uh, hurts fumble. I mean, they could have called a face mask on the on the Nick Bolton there when Hurts fumbled the ball. I mean, it didn't affect the fact that he fumbled. He was fumbling anyway, but still, there was a face mask there that they should have called, which would have negated that whole play. Bingo. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff that all the, all the close calls seem to go the Chiefs' way, just like it happened in the AFC Championship game. You know, they got uh-huh. that game. So, I mean, it's clear that the NFL is, is once Mahomes – to be the to be in these in these big games, you know, he's the golden boy. So it is what it is. Um, but the fact is, the Eagles blew the game anyway. They had the shot, and they had the Chiefs on the ropes, and they just didn't put them down. So you know, it is what it is. But uh, Jalen Hurts did play a great game outside of that fumble. Gives us a lot of hope for the future. Um, the Eagles will be back, and uh, and when you look at the future of the NFC, I'll tell you what, the Eagles and, and Jalen Hurts over the next five years have a much better chance of winning one, two, you know, multiple Super Bowls. They have a better chance than the Chiefs, okay? The AFC is loaded with other great quarterbacks, and – you know, there's only so long the NFL can just have like one guy, one or two teams that they just get to give all the calls to until people start to call them out. And you look at that after that uh, Bengals game, and you look after the Seagulls game. There's a lot of people that are starting to wake up and see that you know there's a lot of one-sided officiating going on here with the Chiefs. So I don't think they're going to be able to keep doing that. But nonetheless. You're talking about the ASC. You're talking about uh, Josh Allen. You're talking about Bill oh, Burrow. You're talking about uh, Trevor Lawrence, Herbert. You know, there's a lot of quarterbacks out there. And then you look at the A and then NFC. What is there? Dak Prescott. Are we scared of him? You know? <laughs> Kirk Cousins. 
Aaron Rodgers is about to leave town. He's about to go probably to the Jets. So there's there's not much that we have to compete with over here. So, I mean, the Eagles have a much better chance, especially next year, of getting back to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think you're probably right about that. It's just that at the moment, this hurts. No <laughs> pun intended. Um, <clears throat> take a look at some of these highlights here. I'll get the volume down. Um, yeah, this, I, as you heard me for weeks, all coming up to here, that I was old and I was so confident. So confident. I was expecting to, uh, like Rihanna said in her first song, I want the bitch better have my money. I want Vegas to have my money ready. You know, <laughs> and at halftime, I felt like I was going to have my money in a few hours. The 600 I was looking to collect. And something went wrong after halftime. <laughs> you know, the first half, beautiful. Besides the fumble six, beautiful. And this leaving with this little Travis Kelsey touchdown. It was okay. Give it to him. Beautiful catch. He does a little stanky leg. <laughs> so, but after this first half, Travis was pretty much in either he was double covered, I'm not sure, or they just realized, hey, let's utilize other folks that's on the, the field. But Hertz, Hertz was clearly on his way to an MVP. Um, his passes were beautiful. He was throwing downfield. Mahomes wasn't. Mahomes only had 184 yards when they well, 182. <laughs> you know, just dink, dink, dink. Um, and Hertz was doing it not only in the air, but on the ground. Then I said, of course, fortunately that happened. But you know what? And when that happened, and I was at a I was downtown with my buddies watching it. Um, even I said to myself, I'm not, I wasn't concerned. Hurts is going to fix this. And first play of the next drive, 15 yard scamper to the left side. I said, okay, they're showing the confidence in him. And he had another big run later. Um, matter of fact, that's the one uh, on fourth and five. They went on four, four on fourth and five. And while I'm scoring a touchdown. So I felt great. I'm like, oh, man, Eagles, Eagles were in such control. 21 or 21 and a half minutes of the ball in the first 30 minutes. You don't really let Casey even on the field. And at halftime, I was in the bathroom with a couple and talking to these other guys in the bathroom. And I said, look, man, yeah, they got their 14, but seven was a gift. And my final score prediction was 27-14. We were just about there at the half. And I thought that's really the, what the Eagles were going to shut them down. But then KC came down on opening drive of the third quarter, marched right downfield. I said, hmm, okay. I guess Andy had plenty of extra time in the halftime to, you know, put together another little scripted drive. And it worked. So that's fine. They got, they got the 21. And then this. <laughs> I mean, and then this. 
that point is a sorry pass point. And then what is this? Come fellas. What what is yeah, that? that? What that, that and then your boy right Sipsas, he could have got him at the 45, but couldn't break through the block. So you he gets all the way down to the stick of five. <laughs> I mean, but and Sipsas makes it he makes a tackle at the end. No, he knocks himself out. <laughs> but what a sorry point. And we're all happy that he came back. <laughs> and then this happens again. Put a man in motion and throw us all off. And then to hear that they might have learned that from Dougie P. And I hope and I don't know if Dougie P whispered it to them. Uh out of that that's the word on the street. But then here's this beautiful pass. A little further, he could have let him in for a touchdown, but it just set it up for Jalen to get another rushing touchdown. So for Jalen, had three touchdowns on the ground, one in the air, no picks, just but the fumble six. Um, was a hell of a game, and to hear the commentators all this the past few days really giving him a lot of praise, and everyone acknowledging that he truly was the MVP player. But then this happens. <laughs> but you you just can't give the MVP to the losing quarterback. You just can't do it. I mean, it rarely happens in any sport where the loser gets the MVP. And then they played it smart. I wish he threw him in the end zone right there and then could have had something. <laughs> but uh, Andy Reid, for a change, had good time management. Andy Reid, for a change, adjusted. <laughs> or I should say Eric Bieniemy did the work and now there's talk that he might be going to Washington. We'll talk. Well, we'll leave that later. That's weird. <laughs> a, a, a lateral move. So he must be really pissed off at Kansas city. Um, <laughs> but whatever they did, they figured it out and our guys did not. And that's uh, the part that hurts is that when you know, you had, the better team. And I said, the only way we would lose is if we were sloppy. And we weren't technically sloppy, but we lost a turnover battle one to zero. And that's what I'm looking at here. How does our defense lead the league in sacks and have zero? How's our defense who is snatching all kinds of turnovers have zero? (laughs) How does Fletcher Cox and Donka Sue leave the game with, and I want to make sure I'm correct, with zero tackles. Like, how does the middle of your <laughs> defense, and then I want to make sure I'm right here, have no tackles? Uh, Cox had one. But you'll see Dominican Sue on this on here. Hassan Reddick, one. Josh Sweat, one. So most of the tackling is being done by a secondary. <laughs> Everybody's getting through. <laughs> you know, and that's never a good sign. When Pacheco is your leading rusher of the team, of the game. Pacheco, the one guy we say we weren't worried about. He was running hard. And I got to give credit to the KC defense. Um, they were hitting hard. 
you saw the, the the beginning of the game. They were hitting us hard. But no, we weren't scared. We kept getting up. But they're hitting us. Well, where was Miles? How do you have seven carries for 16 yards? <laughs> where, where's Gangwell? Seven carries for 21 yards. Took they took him out of the Austin game. Austin Scott, three carries, eight yards. Like, how what is that? Why does Jalen Hurst have to lead the rushing with 70 yards of rushing and three touchdowns? So Jalen had to do everything. Pass, run. And he might as well have been punting. Couldn't have been worse. <laughs> so, you know, the the, the positives, when we look at the positive, Jalen has definitely shown he's not that I needed any further proof that he's the man. Um, because there was concern since his injury that he hasn't thrown that well these past four or five weeks, but we were still running people over. Well, you saw everything yes in the Super Bowl. He bought it all. And everything was looking great. You put up 35, you should win. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you, you, you put up 35 spot, you should come home with a W. And that's why this game was so weird. So I was literally just before we started, just finished watching the second half again uh at, at fast speed. Cause I had to just see some things again. Because I was at a restaurant, so I couldn't hear the announcers, and of course, you know, a little a lot of distractions. But it was more fun. Um, but I couldn't uh, get at all the focus, so I said, "We go back here and watch some of this again." And uh, there's just it's just a sad, disappointing feeling, and to walk out the restaurant, even though a bunch a big crowd formed outside, and you almost thought they won. People were shooting off little fireworks. <laughs> Somebody was playing drums. <laughs> so there's a whole big crowd out there, but it was cold and rainy. It felt worse. You know, it was that way going in, but you don't feel that bad going into the game. But when you walk out, oh, that felt horrible. <laughs> Just raw and nasty. And that's how the game felt, man. This is a shame to watch it go melt away from you when you were dominating in the first half, clearly in control, did everything the way I wanted them to do it. Control the clock, keep them off the field, and they did it. But then the second half came, and now Mr. Uh, you know, Mr. Gannon is gone. A lot of people are happy celebrating. <laughs> Left him in Phoenix. Um, I'm kind of indifferent right now because I still try to look at the fact that he had to do a good enough job to give us only three losses. But there are just some day, some of them games where you just say, what are you doing? And this goes back to last year. It just seems like when we face a very elite quarterback, especially those from the AFC, they take advantage and just they'll just think and dunk you. They won't bother throwing deep. Chiefs did it to us last year. <laughs> I mean, Chargers did it to us last year. Tampa Bay, Brady did it to us last year. And we see it here. Uh, even um, uh, you can, you can, you can kind of say, uh, I think who else we played this year that was worthy. Um, well, I think we're later. 
But they just say, well, I'll just take what you give me. I won't throw deep. I'll just get boom, 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 hit our running backs, hit our tight ends, cross the middle. And that's what they did. Because as you see, as you saw, um, uh, Mahomes' numbers, nothing spectacular. It's a higher rating, higher rating than, than Hurts. But everyone with the eye test could tell you that Hurts was uh, the more exciting and better player to watch um, in, in this game. So here we are. Let's see what next year brings. It just hurts so much because you know how hard it is to get back here. And there's no guarantee you're just going to walk back here next year. Normally, losers of Super Bowls don't return. Um, the last one that did was the Patriots after we beat them. They did come back next year and had that sorry Super Bowl against the Rams that nobody watched. But um, but that's rare. Hopefully we can break that trend and make that return. But we have a lot of free agents. So how is going to get to work? And uh, so I'll leave it at that, Rob. Get back to you for a second. Yeah, I mean, one thing we've learned over the last couple of years is that as much as criticism we give Howie for some of the things he's done in a negative way, he's done more positive than negative. And he's obviously did a great job with this roster. And he and we can trust him enough that in this offseason he'll make the right moves to help this team stay where almost as intact as as it is so we can have a legit chance to get back here next year. So but just watching this game we all watched it in our own way. Like I said, I'm here at my buddy Mike's house. And obviously we were all watching here. And it just it just it was just it was strange because you go in there, you felt confident, but I had this weird feeling the Chiefs would, would find a way. And they, they did, unfortunately. And like I said, you y'all did y'all analysis pretty much good. It's just you know, I mean Hurts played a great game. We can say that. But the problem is, and I look back and, and I take and I take what y'all what both of y'all said. Nick Sirianni just got out coached by Andy Reid. Bottom line. We're supposed to be the better run game. We got outranked. We're supposed to be the better pass rush. Their old line played better than us at the end. They can making sure they did not get to we can get to Patrick Mahomes. And this is the problem with Jonathan Gannon's defense. They great against mediocre and bad quarterbacks, but when you play a Brady, a Mahomes, a Rodgers, a Burrow, or anybody like that, they're smart enough, they're elite enough, they're good enough to avoid that, to avoid getting sacked and getting destroyed. And unfortunately, you look at, like I said, Mahomes is the best of the best. We've known that. And unfortunately, the, they, you know, you have to adjust, and they didn't adjust. The Chiefs did. They knew how to fi- figure things out, and they figured it out right away, went right down the field, scored that touchdown. And even though we played, we had a great offensive setup, even though we didn't run the ball well at all, outside what, what Hurts did, because he did everything, basically. You know, A.J. Brown had a great game, at least when he got the ball. And obviously, 
you know, Devontae did his thing, you know, when he got the ball. So, I mean, but still, the bottom line is you can't do that in the Super Bowl. You're going to win. And that gives me a little bit of a question mark what they will do, who will be in charge of the defense next year, because that's going to be critical. You know, it's going to be very critical. If the defense doesn't play, you know, if you're going to get, you know, if you're going to get a guy in here that's going, if you're going to elevate somebody from within, that's one thing. But you have to get somebody in here that can understand and can out, out coach the, the other side, make sure you can get to the deep, you know, get to the quarterback. And that's been our thing. If you get to the quarterback, if you sack him at least twice, this might have been a different result. A different result. That's all you need. But unfortunately, that wasn't the case. And and, and just you know, it's, you know, I'm 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 bummed, but I'm not like angry or, or upset as I should be, just because I know we have Jalen. You know, the big question is, will he get paid this off season, or will he have to p- take whatever they give him? To save the team, but then again, knowing Jalen Hurts and the kind of sm- and and we all seen Tom Brady, Brady should have been paid a half over a half a billion dollars like Mahomes had, but he took smaller pay so he can build the team to win championships, and that's smart. And I think Jalen Hurts is a smart a smart enough guy that he might want to take lesser pay to make sure this team is is built to win. Look at what you said. Brady won seven Super Bowls. He didn't do it by himself. He put the team together. He he trusts Belichick and he trusted his instincts to put the teams together to win championships. If not, get some more Super Bowls. You don't get the 10 Super Bowls and win seven without being smart. And I feel like Jalen Hurts has that potential to do the same. Will he do it? Who knows? Like I said, he. The good news is when you look at the break of the NFC. When you look at the NFC, like I said, Brady's retired. Rodgers is getting is going to get traded. It's going to happen. And then you gotta look at the NFC. Who is their biggest threat to the Eagles? I mean, we can look at the 49ers. Who's going to be their quarterback week one? Is it going to be Lance or is it going to be Brock Purdy? And still, I think we're better than those guys. They couldn't beat us. Then you look at Dak, the man of the year. Congratulations to him. The only thing the Cowboys did win on Super Bowl weekend was that that prestigious award. But that's not going to make him a better quarterback. He got to turn those guys, stop turning the ball over. What about the loser, Kirk Cousins? I mean, when is he going to show up in big games? I don't see that happening. And then, you know, Really, the rest of the quarterbacks they're just now on the same level. So, when you look at the NF, when you look at the the top five quarterbacks in the league, four of them are in the AFC: Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, and Herbert, and then Hurts. And I would put Hurts probably at the third best quarterback behind Mahomes and Burrow. I put him ahead of Allen, and put him ahead of Herbert. Just because we've been to a Super Bowl and they have. So, when you look at what's going on and everything else, we are he's already a top five quarterback. And 
he's going to continue as long as he stays healthy and, and motivated. We, we know he's motivated because of his leadership. The Eagles are going to be fine. They're going to be fine next year. Even though the schedule is going to be a lot tougher next year compared to this year. We're going to have to take a few more L's than last than this past year. But I still believe this is a good enough team to win the to win the NFC. Hell, I, I I would trust them to win on the road in the NFC championship game. I, you know, I think they could do that next year. I really do. So, I mean, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be an interesting offseason. I mean, we're you know, we're gonna get this we're gonna get this loss out of our systems eventually. We and then, and then once we come back here, once we get back here here later in the later in the summer, I mean we we obviously gonna do shows for the draft. Once we get back into the business in the summertime in August, we'll obviously have a better optimistic about the season ahead and what we think things are gonna be. So but still, it, it still it still kind of puzzles me. But then again, I had a weird feeling that the Eagles may not win this game or going to win this game just because the Chiefs and, and Mahomes. And like you said, Matt, yes, poster boys, but it goes longer than Peyton Manning. It goes back to Bart Starr. It goes it goes to to to, to Roger Staubach, Terry Bradshaw, even though he was not a great quarterback. It goes back. It goes back basically to to the sixties. Whoever whoever's the golden guy, whoever's the guy with the with the silver spoon or the golden spoon, he's going to get the breaks over the lower guy. And it's up to your defense or up to your situation to get it done. And now, like you said, it is the rocket. Now he's the man. He's the guy that has to. He's the guy that you have to. You know. He's on a dynasty run. The Chiefs are a mini dynasty. What can we do about it? So, but hey, we'll get our we we get our revenge. We're going to play them next season, probably opening week, and then obviously if we have to face them again next year in Vegas, we'll learn our lessons from this year. So, I mean, that's all I have to say for the Super Bowl result. Anything else, y'all guys? Bring up. For that, um, I mean, beyond the super, aside from the Super Bowl, I mean, I will say two things. Um, you know, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Great players are do get great call, do get the calls. You know, Michael Jordan, all of them. But in my in my opinion, over the last twenty five years, the NFL has taken it even further to the team that the great player plays for gets every single close call. It's not just oh you I, I hit the um I hit Tom Brady a millisecond after he threw the ball. Here's a rough the passer. You know, it's oh uh uh here's a close call. Um well Devontae Smith he had a clear catch. Oh this is close. Oh this let's give it to the Chiefs because the home is on the Chiefs, you know. It, it, they've taken it a step further to the point that they've you know they've used the rest to help control the outcome of the game based upon what they want to happen. So, I mean, that is what it is. Um, and then when it comes to Gannon, the only thing I will say in his defense, I mean, you can say he hasn't done anything against guys like Mahomes, but how many how many coordinators have had great games against Patrick Mahomes or, you know, even uh, Drew Brady or, yeah, Drew, 
Tom Brady. Um, you know, I mean, when you talk about going up against an elite quarterback, you're going to let up points. We let up 24 points, the defense did. Legitimate points. Um, I mean, there's not much more we would have expected going in this game. So, you know, it wasn't a perfect game. They got he was it was it wasn't a great game by the defense overall. But again, they held uh, Mahomes to under 200 yards passing. They they held them. They only let up 20 or 24 points. You can't nail them for Jalen Hurts' fumble. They weren't even on the field. That punt return, you know. He gave up a, what, six-yard touchdown. <laughs> you know? I mean, there's only so mm-hmm. much you can expect out of him. So, um, but yeah, beyond that, you just, like you said, Rob, look at the, the landscape of the NFC, and the Eagles are obviously the best team. They got the best quarterback. Um, it's not even close. Okay, Dak, he's not a winner. He never will be. You can say the same thing about uh, Kyler Murray. I mean, Kyler Murray is a different type of player, but he's, he'll never be a winner in this league. He doesn't have the heart. Dak might have some heart, but for some reason he chokes. Um, either way, those two teams, I, I, just count them out. Then you go to the the, uh, the Redskins. You can go to, you go to Washington um, and the Giants. Uh, they got some talent. They got no quarterback. And – it doesn't seem like they're going to be bringing in Aaron Rodgers or one of these other great quarterbacks as of right now. So, you know, they're going to be stagnant. And I think the Giants are going to take a major step back. When we talk in the spring, they're probably going to be one of my picks for teams, my, my team to really drop off. Um, like you said, Kirk Cousins, he's a loser. Green Bay, Rodgers is going to be gone. <laughs> um Tampa Bay, Brady's gone. I mean, who are they going to bring in? Jimmy G? Is he going to lead that old crippled team to a championship? No. And he's probably going to go to the Raiders anyway. Um, and then you go to the West. We don't have to be worried about Geno Smith. We don't have to be worried about Brock Purdy with a gimp arm, you know? Not only that, but when it comes to Brock Purdy and the Niners, We've seen it. Kyle Shanahan chokes year after year in the playoffs anyway. Um, and Trey Lance, I told you when he got drafted, he was a he was a bust. I got no I got no confidence that we have to be worried about those guys. Um, the Rams, another another decrepit old team. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna worry about them. The only other team you have to look at is the Saints. They got some talent. Supposedly they're going after Carr, but are we gonna be scared of Derek Carr? No. <laughs> so, what is there? We there, there's one team to worry about, in my opinion, in this, in this entire conference, and that's the Lions. This team has some talent. This team looked really good. They got hot last year. They they could be a lot better than that next year. We'll see what happens in the off season. Um, but they are the Lions. <laughs> you know, team that's never won a championship, never even been to a championship. So, as of right now, I wouldn't worry about them either. So, as far as I'm concerned, this Eagles team is the team to beat. They're going to be the team to beat. And um, when we do, when I give you my mock off season, you'll see how much better this, how good this team could be. But uh, 
the only other thing I'll say is uh, Robbie mentioned about how the Eagles are going to have to re-sign Hurts and it's going to throw off the cap. It's not going to throw, throw off the cap this year. And it probably won't throw off the cap much next year either because the way these deals are structured, um, you get a couple years early. I mean, next year, he's not. it's not going to affect the cap at all. So, and you look at like Mahomes, he signed his, his extension a couple years ago. This year was the first year that there was really even any type of major impact on the cap. And his his cap hit was $35 million this year. So, you know, next year his cap hit shoots up to $47 million. Obviously, it's a big difference. So, you know, um, bottom line, we got at least – we got three years before we really take a big cap hit on Jalen Hurts' impending deal. So, we got, we got, a, we got a nice window here. Yep, yep, yep. And I agree with you. Um uh, and it hurts should not take any discount. No matter how nice we want him that would seem for us, you take all the money you can take. It's not his fault that the NFL wants to put a salary cap out there to, to restrict what they want to pay players. Nope. You if you if you're getting Deshaun Watson money, you take it. And you should have it. You're better than him. <laughs> The show ain't jacked, and he's getting guaranteed fifty million a year. Please, so whatever he gets, he gets, and how's not to work around it? And like you said, Matt, they already you already have nice ways of keeping the cap to not be a painful thing to you in the first two years anyway. And here's Mahomes. He what did he do? He won a Super Bowl. <laughs> They worked around it, you know. So it's it's a what a good GM can do, it will happen. Now, speaking of now back to Gannon, I I do believe he is um overly criticized. However, in this game, that play, uh getting caught up with a man in motion. Uh, not once, but twice. That's on him. He should be. He should have known that flaw all this this whole season. But other, but others have not taken advantage of it. Except the Chiefs found a way to do it twice. That's something that should have, uh, have been identified earlier. And they tried to blitz on the second time. And uh, if you're going to blitz. To me, and I think they someone said they bought a blitz twenty percent of the time in this game. Um, that may not have been the spot for it, but you just can't use anybody just wide open. You when you when you bring the bring it home, you gotta you gotta bring it, and it just did not uh, pan out uh, at all. But so he has his flaws. Um, I think the Eagles will. I was telling someone, I think they'll actually will miss him I, a little bit, but we'll see who they get to replace him. He might be a better head coach than Courtney. And maybe he'll do something with the Arizona. <laughs> you know, uh, some people, uh, everyone talks about how well he speaks and how smart he is, and I'm sure that's all true. And so maybe he can do something with Kyler Murray. We'll be surprising, but we'll see. <laughs> Um, and I, uh, 
Uh, um, oh, the other thing I was going to say. Oh. And I don't know what we're going to do with all these free agents. I mean, I doubt we're bringing back Sue. It was, it was, or Linvale Joseph or Fletcher Cox. Those might be the last times we see them. Um, Jason Kelsey, will he play again? I think he's him. coming back. I think he's coming back. I don't think he wants to retire this way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, got a new baby popping out. I don't know. Um, uh, he got to play Super Bowl with his brother. He might have hit his. That might have been the pinnacle for him. But we'll see. Um, excuse me. And um, we definitely want AJ Brown and Devon Smith. I'm just so impressed with our receivers. I'm so impressed with Smith. He just snatches everything he can. They robbed him of another of a completion. The man still had 100 yards receiving. And he should have had another, I guess, what was that, like a 25 or 30 yarder? Yeah. If you take three to five minutes to look at a review, an, an instant replay, that means it's, it's, it's the, the call stands. Because if yeah, you have to go right. that deep, and that's what, that's what someone brought up today, there should be a time limit, 60 second time limit. If you can't figure it out, call stands, whatever it is, keep it moving. It makes no damn sense. What we're calling, the definition of a catch these days. I mean, the man comes down three feet inbound, comes to the ground, controls the ball, the ball touches the ground, but it's in control. The ball is not uh, swishing or about to fall out. And I, I couldn't believe it um, that they overturned that nonsense. But he just snatches everything. And that's the one thing I give the Chiefs credit, even though the Eagles were good enough to overcome it. I mean, they were playing tight man-to-man. Our receivers were – people were covered. But Dallas Goddard was just like, nope, I'm just going – I'll reach over you and snatch the ball. I'll go I'll, around you. There, I mean, Dallas loves the harder passes. Don't throw it to it in his chest. That, that one he'll drop. <laughs> but make it hard for him, he snatches it. So our receivers were snatching everything that they could. Um, and – but the Chiefs receivers – we're, I was just open. <laughs> we just, you know, they were just wide open sometimes. And we had the one where Devontae was wide open because we had a bad uh, play down at the end of the, uh, uh, in the third quarter, in the fourth quarter. But so I'm very pleased with our passing game. Uh, you know, we got that like, with Jalen Hurts in the middle, the quarterback into those guys. I feel great about that. Um, the line, I guess, will mostly stay intact. Um, one thing I will say about this game, Hertz was running too much. I they're busting through, and I don't know if it's all blitzes or not, but there's a lot of times Hertz was on the run, um, way more than Mahomes, and Mahomes should have been on, on the run. And uh, the play before the fumble was third and one, and your boy um, Isaiah um, jump uh, fall started. Um, <laughs> I'm saying Isaiah, you know, talking about on the um, on our Eagles offensive line. I can't remember yes, his name. Sam Howard. Sam, I'm sorry, Sam Howard did it. So it's third and one, where they, they probably easily have snuck for it. Now it's third and six. Now still no excuse for fumbling, but change of play. Game plan, whole play changes. 
So it's all those little things that start to add up to something big. So overall, like I said, disappointed. More disappointed I didn't get my money. But more disappointed I didn't have a parade. More disappointed I got to still hear some people's lit. I don't have to shut up shortly. I've been holding back, but I'm about to give, give him the business tomorrow. One of my character friends at the Nerds Talk, the team that has no, it won't be anywhere near a Super Bowl for it, probably another decade. But uh, um, but I'm still overall happy for the team. Good run. Should have completed the run, but still a good run. Um, and uh, I look forward to it next year will bring yeah I mean like I said today would have been the day we would have had the parade probably you know like I said we both got screwed up our money you know you wonder why I don't pick the Eagles in bets during the season <laughs> but still you know it, 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 it is what it is and then you know Juju Smith Schuster man bastard you know makes me sick of course he's going to troll Bradbury over that call mm. I mean why I mean Bradbury actually he manned up one thing we can be yep. proud of yeah. you know, we all we are feeling the hurt we're all feeling the loss and we're not yep. and we're not making excuses not like the 49ers made excuses and others it's what it is mm-hmm. you know but but someone like Juju Smith-Suster who should be very glad that he had it decent enough game because they were because Travis Kelsey got blocked in the second half mm-hmm. and he went and he went off yeah. for some god reason yeah. he's, you know he he sh- you know he sh- he's not even worth he's ain't even worth his shit you know he may not have another great time like that ever again in his career no no, <laughs> no. he had four straight catches on one drive yeah, yeah. Travis Kelsey. If if they don't if they don't double team Kelsey, where it looks like that's what happened the second half of the game, that's the only good thing the defense did in the second half was quit Kelsey, pretty much take Kelsey out in a way, and mm-hmm. put two guys in there and all that safeties on him and everything else. So they did something good besides that, but still. Yeah. But then again, let's let's get into the situation with what's going on with uh, the coaching. Obviously. Both, both coordinators and man, I and I told you this last week or probably two weeks ago. I don't remember which episode was, but obviously, I I did mention that you know obviously, Dan in, in Arizona there was going to be a potential beating of the two, and eventually I was right. And like I said, Steichen losing his lose you know going to Indianapolis. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how they do. I think one's going to have it tougher than the other. I mean, Indy, Indy might be all right. They have a decent old line, but they don't have a quarterback. So they got a lot of work to do to get the quarterback, and they may have to make some deals in the draft to get to that one seat. That's the rumor going around, you know, that they're going to potentially trade with the Bears. But obviously we'll see how, how, how it goes, you know. And then with, again, I mean, I don't know what Arizona's going to be like. I mean, there's a reason why he ended up there because Sean Payton did not want to work with uh, – he apparently did not want to work with Kyler Murray. He realized, like all of us, how lazy and unmotivated he is. And now the problem with 
again taking that job that they have to find an offensive guy to work with Murray. And that's going to be a difficult sell, you know, because Gannon's a defensive guy. And Murray and that and that team is built offensively more than defensively. So that's going to be interesting to see what the what happens there. I mean, it's good to it's good that they got both got jobs. They kind of deserve it for what they've done here. You know, you're a great we are a great team and stuff. Unfortunately, Quan made it at the expense of guys like Eric Bieniemy and Jim Caldwell. You know, Michael Wilbon really went off the other day on why oh. Caldwell was once again passed over. Then again, mm. you know, the worst, the, probably the worst head coach I've seen in about twenty watching this game twenty one years is obviously Matt Patricia <laughs> when he got when he when he took the job from Jim Caldwell. I'm like, you got kidding me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how good these guys are going to be. I mean, I'm going to miss Steichen. You know, he did a great job. He didn't. He did an exceptionally great job. You know, obviously he deserved. He deserves to get a head coaching job there. And you know, we'll see how it goes. And I say, good, good luck, and somehow good riddance. We'll see. <laughs> this is a still a strong enough team, and we'll good coaches in here to help this team and stuff and we'll see what happens. I mean but obviously as we get into the off season, the off season is here and we're you know and this is our last show and Matt always looks forward to the last show because he's got plenty of stuff to discuss about what the Eagles may be doing in this off season. So without further ado, Matt the floor is yours as far as what you see the Eagles will be doing as we come between now and the end of April of the draft. Yeah, well, um, you know, I always, uh, every year I do this, my mock off season, full on uh, everything. And, um, you know, surprisingly, I've, I've been pretty accurate over the years with this. I've had some that I've been, you know, really close. I, I, I've had some drafts, you know, um, that I've been, I got like almost every pick right in the draft. So I, I've been, I've been good at getting into Howie Roseman's head and figuring out what he wants to do. Um, so you look at this off season, right off the bat, the coordinators, like you just said, Brian Johnson is going to be our offensive coordinator, which is what I expected. He's done a great job, an amazing job, helping to coach up uh, Jalen Hurts. He, he, he deserves that position. And then um, on the defensive side with Gannon leaving, my pick would have been Vic Fangio, but he's already signed with the Dolphins. So uh, we're promoting in-house here with Denard Wilson, our secondary passing game coordinator on the defensive side. He did a great job coaching up these cornerbacks and safeties in particular. You know, look at you look at what he did with uh, Reed Blankenship coming in here. Um, uh, Marcus Epps, you know, getting Gardner Johnson at the last minute and getting him prepared for the season, and he played off the off the charts. So, um, Denard Wilson is going to be our defensive coordinator almost definitely. Okay, and then you look at the free agency. You know, first of all, the Eagles free agents. Um, we got a lot of them. And you look at this going into the year, we have uh, $4 million to carry over. 
and for about $4 million in cap space. So that puts us at about $8 million, which doesn't sound like much. But as we've seen many times with many different teams, including the Eagles, you know, once we start getting into restructuring deals and all that other stuff, that, that little bit of money becomes a lot more. Uh, you look at a team like the Saints last year had like, they were over the cap by like $80 million and they got under. So, you know, how he's going to make some uh, make some deals with some of these players and he's going to get them a lot more cap space than they currently have. So I'm projecting about more like $40 million in cap space before we start re-signing our players. Okay. And then we have a lot of players that are going to have to get re-signed. All right. Starting on the offensive side of the ball, I'm just going to go through. I can't get, I'm not getting, there's a lot of players, so I'm not going to like give much of an analysis here, but players that get signed and players that don't. Um, offensive side, Zach Pascoe, he's going to go. So, sorry, dude, but no. Uh, Tyree Jackson is an exclusive rights free agent. He'll be super cheap. He'll be back. They'll tender him. Um, Andre Dillard, he's gone. Isaac Sayamalo, he's gone. I'm going to assume for the sake of this that Kelsey retires. Like Robbie said, he might not. And if he doesn't, then we're going to have to figure out a way to bring him back because we want to keep him. We want him to retire as an Eagle and only an Eagle. So uh, I'm going to assume for the sake of this that he retires. And one thing that I'm going to do, um, there, there are going to be a couple of twists to this, but one thing I'm going to do is uh, with Kelsey, if he does retire, I want to bring this guy in to learn under Jeff Stoutman as a coach because I highly value the offensive line coach position and uh, Stoutman's not going to be here forever. And I think Kelsey could be a tremendous replacement for him as a future, our future offensive line coach. So I'm going to try to do what I can to get him in that, in that position. But as a player, I, I'm going to assume he's retiring for now. Uh, you get in the running back position. We got two free agents. You got Miles Sanders and Boston Scott. Miles Sanders is going to be too expensive, and we don't run the ball enough anyway, so he's going to have to go. I will bring back Boston Scott. He'll be super cheap. Nice depth position. Nice, nice depth player. Um, quarterback Gardner Minshew. Um, that could go either way. We could re-sign him if you wanted to re-sign. Or we can just sign another veteran. Um, that's not a big deal. Either way, we'll get somebody in here. Um, Sua Opeda, he actually just got re-signed on a futures contract. And then Rick Lovato, he'll be back as a long snapper. Okay. Um, defensive side of the ball, this is where we're going to lose a bunch of players. And this is where we're going to have to be a, a, a smart in the draft and everything. Okay, so right off the bat, Fletcher Cox, he's got to go. He's too old. Um, he had a, he actually had a really good year this year, but too old, too expensive. Um, Javon Hargrave, this one, he's going to be expensive, but we'll find a way to fit him under the cap and without it making a massive dent in the cap. Um, obviously, it's going to be the way how he structures the deal, but he'll be back. Um, Linval Joseph, he's going to be gone. Sue, he's another one in the position, like same like a like a Gardner Minshew. We'll sign a veteran tackle, defensive tackle. It'd be nice to bring back Sue. He played really well, but uh, 
if he doesn't want to come back, if he wants to sit out the first half of the year, you know, we'll find somebody else. So just for the sake of this, I'll say we bring him back, but he might, it, it might be a different veteran at defensive tackle. Um, defensive end, Robert Quinn's gone. He's worthless. Uh, I do think we bring back Brandon Graham and we got to, if he wants to come back for another year, he's another one like Kelsey. Um, you got to bring him back. And I do think he'll come back. He'll want to come back. He's the type of guy that will play on a, a, a team friendly deal to help keep us under the cap. So uh, I, I will get a good value in him. Um, linebacker. We got two linebackers, Kaiser White and TJ Edwards. Can't sign both. Someone's got to go. But we do have a replacement in-house already in Kobe Dean for one of them. So as an undersized linebacker, Kaiser White is gone. Kobe Dean's his replacement. And we're going to re- bring back TJ Edwards. He played great over these last two years. He's been a he's been a real find as an undrafted free agent. And uh, and he's a guy that we're going to bring back. Um, safeties. This is a big one here. You got both our starting safeties or free agents, Gardner Johnson and Nets. Can't bring bring them both back. Gardner Johnson was was great. You know, he missed a few games, but still led the league in interceptions. Um, and then Epps, first half of the year he was okay. Second half of the year he wasn't all that great. Um, we'll be able to find a way to massage the cap to get Gardner Johnson back. Epps is going to have to go. So we're bringing back Gardner Johnson. And then one more position cornerback. And this one, you know, everyone, this this is pretty, I mean, this is my mock draft or my mock off season. So I'm going to be, I'm going to go a little different route here. And uh, we're going to, I'm going to re-sign Bradbury and I'm going to trade Darius Slay this off season. Wow. The money that you save by trading Slay will go to Bradbury's cap hit. Bradbury's three years younger. He played better this year. He was more consistent. I know we got nailed for that holding penalty in the Super Bowl, but over the course of the year, Slay played great the first half of the year, and then he tailed off in the second half. Bradbury was just consistently playing at an all-pro level all year. He's three years younger. He played great. I'm 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 going to try to bring him back, and I'm going to use that money that we save on the trade uh, on on trading Slay to bring him back. So, I know that's not necessarily 100% realistic, but that's what I would do. Um, but with those players that we just signed, it sounds like a lot, but the way you move the cap, they can get they can re they can resign those players, have enough money to resign their draft picks. And have a little bit of money left over for some B level free B and C level free agents, not a lot, but a little bit. So uh, you get in the free agency now. I'm only signing four players, other than maybe some like scrubs. Um, defensive side of the ball, we've lost a couple defensive linemen. So right off the bat, I'm going to go with a younger guy that has potential that hasn't lived up to it, but. Maybe change the scenery will help here. He'll be super cheap. Uh, Cleveland Farrell, you know, the Raiders drafted him number four overall a few years ago. It was a reach then. He hasn't been great, but he is good against the run. 
Um, he's just not a good pass rusher. You know, 10 career sacks in four seasons. Four and a half sacks is his best season crushing the passer. But overall, you look at his uh, pro football focus grades, 62.3 as a rookie, 76.1 second year. I mean, that's that's actually really good. Um, third year was very, very really tallied, failed. I think he, he was injured that year, but 44.4 and then 63.8. So that's like an average defensive end. He, mm-hmm. he provides depth. Obviously, we got our starter set if we bring back Graham. Josh Sweat, Brandon Graham. Um, and then we got, I'd like Teron Jackson too, who's a guy that's got a lot of potential. Um, bringing Cleveland Farrell to, to compete with Jackson. And now we got some nice depth. And then I'm going to bring on the other, only other defensive player I'm going to bring in here is that linebacker losing Kaiser White. We got to get some cheap old veteran that can provide a little bit of depth at that position. Uh, I'm just going to go with Nick uh, Kwiatkowski. He's got a lot of injuries the last couple of years, but he has played at a high level in the past. Um, offensive side of the ball is where we actually get some names in here. Maybe not super expensive names, but names. Um, we're losing Zach Pascal, uh, uh, um, Quez Watkins mm-hmm. has not been what we hoped he'd be. And we saw that again in the Super Bowl. We didn't even talk about that. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm bringing in an old veteran here to – bring some depth in here and that's marvin jones he's 33 but he can still make some plays he can get open um you know it might not be what he used to be but Mm -hmm. nice little veteran presence there that that can actually at least compete for that third receiver position and then the only other only other signing i'm making is to replace miles sanders we gotta go cheaper at running back i think we i mean there's there's a guy here that could be a future star that uh he's only 24 Sign him the one-year deal. That's Alexander Madison from the Vikings. I'd be happy to have him. Um, 4.1 uh, career yards per carry in limited carries. Um, last year, he had six total touchdowns. Again, very limited because Dalvin Cook's there. He's shown that he can catch the ball. In 2021, he's had 48 receptions. And uh, overall in his career, career, he's had 474 touches. Only fumbled the ball twice. Um, the guy's been productive when he gets on the field. It's just he's been stuck behind Dalvin Cook. But it, bring him on the Eagles with this offensive line. He's, he'll actually be really good, at least for a year, as a one-year rental. Um, and that's it for the, the free agency. Now the draft. I'm gonna. I'll give you a quick uh, mock draft here. Again, this is gonna probably change a lot, but. This is how the drafts I, I, that I've seen are start are falling. Okay, so trades right off the bat. I said I was going to trade Slay. Part of the reason I'd rather trade Slay and keep Bradbury's because we can actually get a draft pick for the guy, and we need to get draft picks because going into the draft we have two firsts, a second, a third, and two sevenths, and that's it. We need to get some more. We need to get some more draft picks here to fill out this roster. You know, we were basically we got nothing between the third and seventh round, and that's not good enough. Um, so right off the bat, I'm just gonna put throw these couple trades out here. Uh, we're picking number ten right now. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna package number ten and Darius Slay to trade down, which sounds weird, but uh, I'm just gonna say right around this point, um, New England's picking fourteen. They're a team that values the cornerback position. 
So we're going to package those two, trade down to 14, pick up New England's second round pick, which is number 46, and their third round pick next year. Okay. So basically, I, I got I got slave valued as like a for like a third and maybe like a conditional pick the next year, value wise. So uh, we gained some extra value there, and we move only moved down four spots. Um, I'm also trading uh, number thirty, which is our second first round pick, trading down just a couple spots, thirty to thirty four, picking up a fourth round pick from Arizona. So early fourth round pick. Um, then making a trade from number 62, our second round pick. I'm going to package that, that third rounder that we got from just got from New England, move up with Miami to number 51, you know, right around that 50, 51, 52 spot, basically 10 spots. And then one last trade with all these other trades, we're picking what we have a fourth round pick, 105 trading down a few spots to pick up an extra fifth round pick. Okay. That leaves them with one first, three seconds, a third, a fourth, fifth, and two sevens. Now they got enough ammo to rebuild this team because we have lost a number of players. Um, right off the bat, number 14, they're picking. I'm going uh, offensive line. Keep building on that line. Broderick Jones from Georgia. Uh, my my number one guy is Paris Johnson from Ohio State. He's sick, but he's going to go top ten. Um, Roderick Jones is a guy that's got an, an amazing blend of size, speed, athleticism. Um, he's got he's got all the talent. He needs to work on his technique a little bit, mm -hmm. but he can also play right guard, right tackle, left guard, left tackle. Basically, he's he's basically not only our replacement for uh, Sayamalu this year at right guard, he's our replacement for Andre Dillard as a swing tackle, and he's the future replacement for Lane Johnson at right tackle. So right off the bat, we got a stud right guard. Um, now we're picking number 34 after that trade down. I'm sticking with Georgia. I'm going defensive end. We need to get some youth there at the defensive end position. Nolan Smith, you're talking about a speedster right off, off the line of scrimmage explosive mm. speed technique he's undersized um but this guy can still stop the run um he can do it all he just isn't the biggest player but he's he's a stud i think he's going to shoot up the draft boards i don't think he'll be there at this point but this is where he's going in the drafts right now um next up in the pick number 46 another this is another guy that i'm high on super high on that i don't think is going to be here at this point but this is where he's going in the draft now and that's wide receiver and going uh Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee and when you're talking mm -hmm. about speed another Jalen yeah yeah another Jalen but you're talking about a guy this is a guy that's scary um I think he I actually think the Chiefs might grab him at number 31 there but um man if the Eagles could get him he's everything that you would would hope uh Quez Watkins would be times like mm. 10. okay this guy is insane He's going to be a star, and if we could get him, he'd be a perfect complement to our other two receivers. Um, and then after the other trades, we also have pick 51. And this is where I'm getting another cornerback, Emmanuel Forbes from Mississippi State. Guy can cover, and he's a he's a ball hawk. You talk about big play slay. We got a, a, a new ball hawk on this team, um, and he's we're going to come right in and compete with uh, 
Zachary Pearson for that starting cornerback position and probably win that. Um, pick 94, this one hasn't been a trade. This is where we're picking. I'm going back to the defensive line, going to another SEC school, Alabama. I'm going to grab Byron Young, defensive tackle. You're talking about a power rusher, guy super strong. We need some depth at the defensive tackle position. Um, he could play any position on the interior of the defensive line. So you talk about 4-3 DT. You're talking about 3-4 nose tackle. You're talking about 3-4 defensive end. This guy can just mm. push the pocket up the middle. He's he's strong. And he might not yeah. be the greatest athlete, but he's he's great depth for this team. Mm -hmm. uh, four more picks on day three. Going to go right back to safety. Sidney Brown. Look for this guy from Alabama. Um, this guy's going to be good. I'm telling you. He might shoot up draft boards. Um, I've seen a lot of comparisons. The, the biggest comparison or the, the most common comparison, I should say, I've seen to him is C.J. Gardner-Johnson. And uh, he's a similar type of player. You know, he's he's on the shorter side. He's 5'11", so he's getting knocked on that. But this guy, he's he shadowed tight ends throughout mm. college. You look at what he did in the senior bowl. This guy uh, showed he can play deep. He can, he can pretty much do it all at safety. This guy's going to come right in, compete with uh, uh, Reed Blankenship and Kayvon Wallace for that other starting safety position, and I think he'd probably win it. But Blankenship has been good, so you never know. Um, pick Fifth-round pick, going back to the offensive line. We need some more depth on the line. We lost three linemen, um, including our, our center, Kelsey. Obviously, we got Cam Jurgens, his, his replacement, but we need some depth there. Um, one thing that I would do if in this position is I would start training Jack Driscoll at at center this offseason. I think he can handle it, and I think he'd be solid as a backup. But I'm going to hedge my bet there, too. I'm going back to Georgia. Cedric Van Pran, he could play guard or center. Very solid, very athletic, high competitive, high uh, high highly competitive athlete um mm -hmm. he could be a future replacement at right guard when uh the the first round pick broderick jones moves after right tackle um and then two late round picks in the seventh round i'll go these two um i'm going to jackson state with one for a linebacker Deion sanders school old school i should say aubrey oh. miller Okay, add some more depth. This guy will come in, be a, a special teams captain right off the bat. He could be our new Ike Reese type player, but he can also play linebacker too. He's smaller, um, doesn't have the great – he's not going to have a great 40 time, but he's super athletic, super intelligent, great leadership. Guy, Guy's, guy's just a football player, okay? Yeah. And then one more pick, I'm going to go tight end. Josh Weil from Cincinnati. Just another guy that's a that he's he's just a, a a player that will probably outplay his trap position. Um, he's a really good receiver, and he came into college very undersized. He's put on weight. He's learned to block, and he's actually been been he's gotten a lot better as a blocking tight end. So very athletic, uh, pass catching tight end, but he's actually been he's actually improved as a blocker, and he could be something in the NFL. So that's it for me with that offseason. But uh, I think uh, you'll see some of those players on the Eagles. And, re and, re uh, and remember, this is this is only right now to subject to change when we come back in April for our draft programs. 
will obviously have an even better yeah. look of what the Eagles will do in the draft from what oh, they yeah. do in free agency. Oh yeah, yes. definitely. Free agency won't be very um won't be very exciting this year, but still obviously after all the moves, the mock drafts will change and obviously players will climb the draft boards too. Well, what we know is all around the league, of course, quarterback position is going to matter. Obviously, Derek Carr is the big story. Where will he sign? Even though he's not the big name, it's Aaron Rodgers and where he'll get <laughs> traded. And it's either it's either going to be the Raiders or the Jets from what I'm hearing. There could be another team out there. You know, like I said, I, I could see somebody potentially pu- pulling an audible for one elite for one franchise quarterback just to protect their own situation. So, like I said, whoever gets dra- whoever gets signed knows that the, this year's quarterback class is a lot, a lot more and a lot deeper than last year's, definitely by almost 80%. So, yeah. I mean, hell. Uh, uh, Todd McShay just came out with a, a Mach 2 draft, and he's got four quarterbacks going in the top 10. So think <laughs> about that. Think about that. So, Derek Carr, I'm I'm assuming will be a, in the NFC South because it makes sense for him. Potentially the Saints, potentially with Carolina or yeah, he can go hell. He can go anywhere in that in that damn direct division because that nobody nobody has any idea what the hell's going on in that division. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. Like I said, we have to keep getting younger. I mean, obviously, the way you're 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 putting this at is that this team will be much more younger and more faster than this past team, you know, because but we still need that veteran leadership. So keeping Kelsey for at least one more year and obviously Brandon Graham for another year would matter because if I don't see either of those two on a roster, on this roster come April 15th, I'll be, I, I might feel a little different about this Eagles team moving forward because they still need that veteran leadership. But I do know Cox is gone. The slate trade, possibly, we'll see. You know, I know that, that's not going to happen, but that that's what I would do. I know that's what you would do, but we'll see. I mean, how he knows how to do the cap, you know. There's not a lot of dead money, so that's good. So obviously, it depends. But we'll, we'll, but I think I think we'll 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 see what happens there. It's it's it was a good analysis. And we'll and we'll get back to this here in two more months, but obviously, yeah. now that we get to the, as we are getting to the end of this season, our long season bets. How did we do? Kwame and I decided we were going to go all in on the Eagles. Sadly, we didn't win, but one of us picked over, one of us picked under. So who won? Who won yeah, the season right. bet? Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah. Rob picked me over. So you yeah. already, already had the one game lead. So you won it all. We didn't even have to go to the tiebreaker, which neither of us, neither of you guys got anyway, but um, which was at the MVP of the game. So, yeah. So, yeah. Rob, you pulled out the victory there. Um, you came in the game up one. So, obviously, you won by two. Um, your final record was 20, 15, and 1. And Kwame, you were at um, 18, 17, and 18 or 19, 18, 17, and 1. 
Yeah, winning record at least. Yeah. So, what, so, so we're all going to eventually meet before the start of this season, before the start of next season. Should we win a prize or what? What are we going to do to celebrate the victory? Because this is a long, this is a full season thing, you know. <laughs> we we take this seriously here. The so. winner should buy us drinks. Yeah, go out to eat. Well, I'm, buy I'm the drinks. loser. I can buy. I'll buy the drinks. Nah, I think the winner, well, the winner should do it. Well, we, well, we'll talk about it, and and obviously when we all meet, and we hopefully we will all meet, right? Right, Kwame, we're all going to meet, right? <laughs> we'll see. Out what out of what schedule? We're going to do it. We're, right? we're going to all meet, right? Yeah. I would love to, but um. But first, I just want to just uh, give the, um, a shout out to Matt and his um, uh, analysis on the draft. I mean, you guys, that's why you guys can do, do the draft show. I had no idea who you were talking about in college. And I watch college football, but I don't know that. Any of these folks, <laughs> well, you, 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 you got it all figured out. State. That's great. State. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's my Eddie. thing. I'm always prepared. <laughs> but, that's good. But, how would you? How, how would you uh, get you as an assistant? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now that we've gotten to the end of the show, we do this. We did this last year. We're going to do this again. Our surprise and disappointments. You pick one surprise and one disappointment from this entire two zero two two season. Hmm. I know it's tough, but I'm sure you'll find something. You'll find something. You want to something do it as like an Eagles one or just general? NFL? Anything, 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 anything. Okay, okay. Um. Surprise and disappointment, man. Well, I think the, the team that was the most disappointing this year was the Rams. I mean, they came in the season with Super Bowl aspirations, and uh, well, they, they're not pick. They don't have a first round pick, but their pick would be what top five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so they were pretty awful. Um, so they got to be just the disappointment, or one of the disappointments at least of the year. And um, surprise, man, that could go a number of ways. I mean, some people might put Jalen Hurts as the surprise. I wouldn't. I, I was telling you, I, I, I thought he'd have a huge breakout anyway. Um, That's right. Yeah, so I can't put that as a surprise. Um, I'd like to do some type of Eagles-related one, but I wasn't really surprised with how the season went. Um so, I would say, well, what's that? I have one. If you want one, if you want need an extra second. I have. Yeah. I'll give you. I give you what I think. Surprise to me was the winning record for the Detroit Lions. Yeah, you know, there you go. <laughs> you know, I didn't think they would have any chance of ever improving at least not this quick um and to see um uh, that uh golf hey maybe he has a new home here because it looked it looked horrendous last year i mean to, to trade quarterbacks and watch 
Detroit stays sorry and watch the Rams soar to the Super Bowl was really sad. And that would almost knock me out of wanting to play anymore if I was <laughs> if, if that was me, if I was gone. But uh the they, they believe in their coach, it looks like. Uh they're playing hard for him. And you know, they're one goofy one away from being in the playoffs. If they didn't mess up with that Carolina game and some other stuff, um they 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 look at ten to seven. So that was the my, my I would say surprise and um disappointment. I wouldn't say the Rams, ironically, because I thought they would stink. Uh <laughs> I I when they when you put all your chips in, you put all the chips in. They got what they wanted, they got the ring, and now it's time to pay. <laughs> so for the next four or five years, this is your Rams. No picks, old quarterback, done. The coach was about to quit on him. <laughs> One bad year, he was about to roll all out on him. So they were, so they were not a um, disappointment. You know, what? I, 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 if I could throw in two surprises, Jacksonville. I mean, Dougie P. I'm, I'm a fan of Dougie P. But yeah, that's the, win the one division, that I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, but the win the division. That's up. So I'm sorry. I, I sorry. I stole your uh, surprise. <laughs> um, uh, disappointment. I guess in a weird way, it could be the Jets. I think I I had high expectations. Maybe I don't know. Going into the season, man, I didn't have. <laughs> yeah, I thought they'd be better. And then when they started off hot, I oh really thought they'd do something. And they just. Uh, um, and now they have two quarterbacks that they don't want. Now they're trying to entertain Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so that's uh, yeah, it's a shame. That, and the Raiders just I expected more out of them too. Uh, and I and I'll say I was really disappointed in how bad Russell Wilson looked at first and the yeah. Broncos, but. Like he might resurge next year. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Well, I throw my my another surprise there is the Giants. I'll give them credit. I mean, no one thought they'd be anything, and they made the playoffs. They made the second round. I mean, yeah. obviously, Eagles crushed them, but we no, we thought they'd be terrible. I mean, they obviously surprised everybody. So, yeah. But I was thinking about the Jaguars when I was trying to come up with something, and that was the only thing I could come up with besides the. Besides the Giants, so, but yeah, the Giants were a surprising team too. Yeah, yeah, like I said, I mean, obviously, the big, well, like I said, the big disappointment, obviously, it, to me, is Arizona. We watched them in the off season, and then we seen how lazy, and and he and he actually took it to stride. Kyler Murray became, he wasn't healthy, he wasn't motivated. Then he got injured, and that was basically it. Now, you know, Jonathan Gann took the job by default because nobody wanted the job, and it's just it, – they were just a mess all year. It wasn't like we expected them to be good, but still, you know, when I, when you come off with that kind of mentality, you know, it, it, it makes you just look really, really bad. It just makes you look really, really horrendous. And, you know, it's, it's – it's, you know, the Colts were the biggest disappointment as a team – you know, just because of what 
they they did and bringing out bringing Jeff Saturday off the couch basically to to be the you know to be the head coach and that was a disaster in itself. I believe the, the biggest surprise is the Giants, the fact that they made the playoffs, that they won a playoff game, and they, they were motivated to come come to Philly, even though they got their ass whipping in the second round. But Brian Dable deserved to be coach of the year, definitely, because obviously of what he what of these of his intangibles, his leadership, and he got the most out of Saquon Barkley and Dan, and and Danny Dimes and Daniel Jones. So. I mean, we'll see if the Giants can keep that momentum. Obviously, their cap is a whole lot worse off than any other team, so they're going to really have to make some moves. They, I don't think they can allow to keep both the quarterback and, the, and, and Saquon, so they're going to have to make a hard decision, and we'll see what happens there. But they are the big surprise. I mean, Detroit making the playoffs would have been a surprise from the 1-6 start, but they didn't. They didn't, so, you know. But I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, I feel bad for New York Jets fans because they have Super Bowl caliber defense. They had the best defense in the AFC. I think they might have had the best defense in the entire league this year. But their quarterback position was an absolute shit show, and you're not going to win this league without a quarterback. And Mike White and and uh, Cougar Cougar Boy Cougar Boy isn't isn't going to get it done. So we'll see if Aaron Rodgers. After his dark retreat, decides to do what Brett Favre did in twenty oh eight and go up there. We'll see if that happens or not, but I'm sure they'll make a pitch for it. But we'll see what happens. I mean, it was an interesting year, and you know, before we're done, what's your big thoughts of this year outside of all that? I mean, we this is our first year as a trio, and we'll be back next year. There might be a few tweaks and changes. You know, before before season six, but what was y'all thoughts of this season? Since this is our last show, well, I mean, as an Eagles fan, it was a fun season. Obviously, the Eagles uh, got back to being you know elite team in the NFL, so you know that that was good. Um, I just wish that the NFL would let sort of uh, put it like like greatness become great instead of trying to manufacture greatness. You know what I mean? Um, I just think, uh, I think Mahomes would be, Mahomes would win a, a bunch of Super Bowls without the NFL sort of babying the, the Chiefs, just like Brady would have maybe won in one seven, maybe won in one six. But, you know, just like Brady would have won a ton of Super Bowls without needing the NFL to give them every single call. So, uh, yeah, overall, though, it was a fun season watching the Eagles. Um, my fantasy team won this won their championship. Yeah, so I got to see, I got one championship at least. So, <laughs> what was that? Good, good, good. And uh, I just um, uh, happy to be able to uh, go to full season with you guys. It was it was a good ride. So we're going to ride it all the way down to the parade too. But uh, but all in all, there were thirty other teams that wished they were in our spot. So we just have to just go back and do something that that uh, hardly ever happens, and 
repeat the conference title. Let's do it again. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this was an interesting deal. I mean, like I said, our, you know, me and Matt, we started talking about football about a dozen years ago. And, you know, 2018, we get this Anchor app and we pretty much send it out for people to listen to. I mean, obviously, whoever listens to needs to say say their say their their piece but obviously Matt decided to take some of these vacations I needed a fill-in last year Kwame you were there you had the equipment you did a very good job and then we brought then I said you know what I'm going to bring you in full time I, I have to we brought you in for the playoffs last year and then obviously this year we put you on every Wednesday obviously for the playoffs full time as well so I mean, this was a fun season. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of surprised the Eagles may have run, but, hey, you know, I felt like Jalen Hurts was that kind of guy with that kind of leadership, and this was and this was a, you know, we pretty much believed from, from the get-go, from this, before the start of the season, we would be there. We would, we, would be in the, we would be in the big game, and exactly that's what happened. Unfortunately, we would rather have a happier ending than what it is, but still. I'm very positive about the future. I think the Eagles will be in the mix, unlike our Super Bowl win a couple years ago. There, there's not as much controversy. There's not as much drama. And there's not as much, you know, the, the team probably won't age out. There's a lot of youngsters. There's a lot of a lot of, te- a lot of people on this team, a lot of talent that will elevate over the next few years. And we'll see what happens. I mean – Obviously, this has been a fun season. This has been good. I've enjoyed it. We have all enjoyed it. And like I said, this is our last show. There will be no show on Sunday. We're going to be off for a few months. And, you know, Matt, you take care of yourself down there in Florida. And uh, Kwame will, yes. will obviously be seeing each other every week in, 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 in every situation and live other situations. So, like I said, that's all we yeah. have. I hope y'all enjoyed this this season, this episode, and obviously we'll be back in April for for draft for draft coverage. And like I said, after draft coverage and the scheduling show, we'll take a we'll take the rest of the time off, and then we'll be back for our pre our NFL preview and back going again this fall, season six of of this anchor app and, and the look back and Sunday previews and all that other good stuff. So take care, everybody enjoy, enjoy the off season and we'll see you in April for draft coverage. All right, y'all.